This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. Hello and welcome to Hooked On, I'm a Celeb with me, Fanula J. If you're new to the podcast, glad to have you with us. Now, please get the finger out and please like and subscribe and maybe leave a review. Please and thanks. Much appreciated. From a rear of the year to a near-death experience, the Get Along gang were in their usual good spirits. There was the usual smattering of our celebs talking about which A-listers they'd encountered. Uh, Bev worked out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. We'll let you draw your own conclusions on that. And someone was finally in awe of Holly's achievements. And she didn't even have to mention her MBE once. Good for Holly. Happy for her. Let's get into the latest I'm a Celeb developments. Joining me is journalist and podcaster Orla Condon and comedian Danny O'Brien. You're both very welcome. Thanks for having us. Let's talk about the sleep talking. Um, Bev is at it. Bev is, I'm convinced she's seeing things. I That that <laughs> castle is mega, mega haunted. And I yeah. know Russell put on a good show the night before, but Bev is seeing things and she's talking about it and she's keeping everyone up. Poor Giovanna. She didn't get a wink of sleep because Bev's away cackling to herself. Wouldn't she love if she spilled like some serious juice as well in her sleep? Like something that just totally blew the lid off of like ITV. Kari set up or something like no one ever gives away enough information when they do that kind of sleep talk and <laughs> um, like I like I think that creepy whispery talk is far more harrowing than the snoring <laughs> and it's just like oh, and then I left the key like they'll never tell you exactly it's always just short on information yeah. like, oh, what is it what key, Beverly? Where is the key? Please tell us. Yeah, I would love some kind of like WikiLeaks-esque revelation from Bev. But also I would not be like the way Giovanna just looked for like a few seconds and was like, it's just Bev telling a tale in her snooze. Like I wouldn't be able to just then like snuggle up and go back to sleep. That would be me for the night now. I just have to look at her for the night to make sure she's not up walking around doing some creepy like sleep talking and sleepwalking freaks me out to no end so like even though I'm seeing it through a screen I still feel like Bev is going to come at me like the girl in ring or something like it's too much too much <laughs> listening, listening to someone else snore is a form of torture as well like, I can't deal with it and anytime I read anyone about like people killing people because of snoring I never judge them I just go yeah that's fair enough <laughs> That was her defence in court. <laughs> We're all obsessed with the possibility of like a murder happening this year in the castle. It's slightly worrying. I think lockdown is getting to all of our brains. Let's wish it into existence, guys. <laughs> now, who do we want to go? Let's get down to it. <laughs> right, moving swiftly along. Um, Bev revealed she had a number of other talents, as well as being a very successful actress, uh, fitness instructor, uh, plasterer, apparently, um, <laughs> She's also done a sports massage course, as we found out, as she massaged Holly's leg. Um, and Holly was very impressed with her skills, seemingly. And we also learned then that she'd previously trained with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnie himself. This sounds what a like revelation on like Groupon. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, there's, a, there's a bang of false course off her spot. Yeah. Massage, you know? Like she's on her Twitter, like, I finished my latest six week course that I got for $5.99. Like, what? Where are you going with this? Like, it's bizarre. How has she fitted this into her lifetime? I can't understand. The, the inch and a half thing with Arnie's calf, I don't know why, but that's, that's going to stick with me forever. Like, I, I'm never a big fan of the gym, but I only kind of go so I can eat more cheese and pizza and burgers. Like, that's my that's my goal for going to the fair. gym. Absolutely don't, fair. I don't want to die young, but 
all the steroids <laughs> and all the training that Arnie did, and it took him 18 yeah. months to reach in half in his calf. What's the point? <laughs> no point. Do you know what they say though as well about people when they're lying? They're like, sometimes when people give too much detail, that's when you yeah. know they're lying. Like when she went into like, you know, the ratio, like and the, the kind of degree angle, the shade falls in front of Arnie when he built up. Like, I was like, mm, there's a bit too much info here for this to be a true story. Like I wasn't fully buying it. But also I'm like, why would she lie? Do you know what I mean? She has enough to both about. Like mm, Bev, queen of the tall tales and the thick calves seemingly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jordan asked Holly about her sporting medals. Finally, Holly has been trying to manifest that into existence and it finally happened. And uh, the delight was evident, I think. Just she has been one who has been dying to get to the forefront and just hasn't found her opportunity. Like she is, she's dying for it. And she's taking any opportunity she can get now. And I'm just... I feel I'm finding anything she does like mildly irritating. I'm going to yeah. be honest. I feel like if she rebuilt a wig of the castle, I'd still be like, all right, Holly, like, don't be showing off. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's just relax. Like, we're here for a good time. This isn't room to improve. Why I think are people you so like, unlikable? <laughs> yeah. I, and I don't know is that she's unlikable. I think you mentioned it earlier in the week that people, these, especially athletes when they come in and they've been so, like, successful in their sport and they're, like, top of their game and they're used to being, like, world number one, world number two, all this kind of stuff. When they get into this environment where that's not really what people are being judged on it's that it's like they're like hold on a minute i'm world number one like pay attention to me it's Mm. like well sorry hon we're in guirich castle like the fact that you got a medal once is not really of worth and like mo farah's kind of fallen into that a bit as well like Mm. what was he at the i know we'll probably get to the trial but like it was as if he just couldn't believe that he was bad at it because he's just so successful in his own area I love, I love Mo. I think I have a real soft spot for him. I, I don't want to hear any bad things said about him. I just, I just, uh, I, I just, I think he's real gentle or something. He's got a really kind of niceness. But yeah, I, I totally agree as well. And like, to be honest, being an athlete takes so much dedication. Of course, you're going to be shit crack. You don't do anything. <laughs> you don't see anyone except the gym or the pool or the, or the running track. But also as well, if I was Mo and I was hearing Holly going on about her MBE, I'd be like, excuse me, it's Sir Mo to you. Like, if we're going to start using titles to like one up one other. Oh, guys, we can't talk about success without acknowledging Shane Ritchie's sexiest soap male of the year. Three years in a row. I mean... <sighs> Accolades I could only ever dream of reaching myself. And that was a pitiful year for TV, wasn't it? Um, how, t- Orla, we're not having a row over Shane Ritchie <laughs> because uh, he's the, my he's my love, my light, my passion. I don't know if you listened oh. to the previous episode. I'm deeply protective of him now, to be honest. I just feel like people like Shane who are immediately likeable in these scenarios and are very sociable and very like, come on, guys, let's go. Like, yeah, come on, we're all in it together. By week three, like, do we not want him to just exit building? Like, I just, I feel like people like that are going to drive me mental. I feel like Vernon is him, but like 20% less enthusiastic. Mm. And I'm quite a miserable person at heart, so it kind of suits me a bit better. So I just, (laughs) it just feels like a lot of enjoyment he's getting out of everything. That's meant to be quite tough, you know what I mean? Now, I I will say I agree with you in one respect, in that I think he is going to start getting on other people's wick. But he's yeah. not going to get on my wick. I, <laughs> not I, I, I think I'm in love with him. I would like to get on his wick. Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> please. This word, the word, I don't. Are we past Children the watershed? Is there a watershed <laughs> of podcasting? I'm not sure. 
Um, we also learned Shane had never won Rear of the Year, much to his uh, annoyance. Mm. Um, but Russell did and was only dying to talk about his bum award. Dying <laughs> to be like, oh, I won it and the others didn't. And uh, Vernon was the same. He was nominated but didn't win. Wouldn't you be your agent to be nominated for Rear of yeah. the Year and not win? It's <laughs> like, yeah, your bum's nice, but it's not. <laughs> it's not Jeff's kids nice. It's not nice enough to be considered to be nice the whole year round you know yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and like Vernon did a twirl and showed it again and like I'm very against objectifying any sex but it looked good like <laughs> he's still like he's still got it like you know do you know what I was thinking there's some of them in there and I want them to get in like do you know the way in some in Love Island especially does it where they do it in the diary room where they'll do little like tutorials and stuff like Vernon's hair is so luscious like it's gorgeous it's so glossy it's so healthy without veering into like greasy looking which I Mm. feel like is a very hard balance to strike he seems Mm. to have nailed it and also Fanula you know this personally I absolutely find anybody with the name Pritchard like starts to give me a bit of a rash on my neck like Mm. I just can't and but AJ's skin is like delightful to look at Mm. just like whatever way the sun is bouncing off of just like gorgeous Vernon uses that mane and tail you know it's 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 (laughs) like I used to host the races every year and the last time I saw that kind of shine was in Leopard Town you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) on a young filly somewhere (laughs) that health doesn't exist in Ireland we don't have the vitality in Ireland we don't get enough sun it's very um, Prince Charming uh, from Shrek you know where he like swings his hair that's Vernon he's nearly there brunette version of that like yeah Vernon Bay, as people are calling him on social media. Ooh, anyway, Jory's still out on that. I don't know if I go that far. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if I go that Absolutely. Far. Another topic for another day. Um, was anyone else <laughs> a bit caught off guard by Russell's stories about um, his near-death experience? Like yeah. that, I was yeah. making my notes, and if anyone's listened previously, haven't exactly warmed to him yet. I've kind of picked him out as someone who might cause a conflict down the line. And now I'm like, oh my God, this man has lived... Yeah. A life. I was just, and you could tell everyone else. And again, I think this is down to how close they are. Everyone was really affected by it. One of the most emotional things was I'd, I'd had the operation and everything turned out okay, thankfully. After I came out of intensive care, and I was I was in bed and lying there. Next thing, here this this bloke comes in and goes, "Hey, up, Mr. Watson. How, how are you doing? It's nice to see you well." And I went, "Stay with us, pal. Stay oh, with us." Oh, that was it. Yeah. Oh, mate, I've got goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a fascinating story that he has. I was not expecting that, but he's so open about it. It got me a bit, if I'm honest. Did you see the light, Russell? You know, they said you see light. Were you on? Yeah. Big time. Really? I was in the MRI scanner, and then there was, I could see like this long strip. You know, like when you were a kid and you used to keep your door open a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a light strip. Yeah. And I was lying in this thing thinking, if I go to that door, I'm out of here and the pain stops and I'm away. Yeah. And all I could think about was my kids. Yeah. And slowly, slowly, while I'm thinking about my children, the clatter, clatter. Came back. The MRI came back and I thought, I'm going to beat this. A clip there from I'm a Celeb, courtesy of ITV Studios. It was tough when he was like, the tumour, not that tumour, the other tumour. I was like, Jesus Christ, like, yeah. how much have you gone through to be like, oh no, not that tumour, the other tumour. I was yeah. like, this guy, 
I think because we're like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I don't, I didn't know who Russell was before he went in there. I presume many Irish viewers wouldn't have. He seems to be more well known or maybe they're just really good at faking it, but they seem to kind of know who he was and know his history Mm. and stuff. So I think they probably knew that that was part of his past. So therefore it was kind of a story to them that they already had some awareness of. To me, like it just totally blindsided me. And again, it's very early days to be having those kind of conversations. I think it's just a sign of how quickly they've all bonded, which kind of annoys me because I would love if there was just a complete wagon in there to just tear shit up. Do you know what I mean? Someone will grow their teeth. Like yeah. that's, it, a slow start is nearly better because it's. A, I think as a viewer, it's about the long game. You know, wait for something big. But uh, I, I think um, the Russell's humility and stuff as well. I just really liked him. He kind of reminded me, he has that kind of Irish stubbornness where I wouldn't want to be making a fuss with my brain tumour. Do you know what I mean? He had this yeah. gentleness about it. And it's like, it's like, it reminds me of like all my uncles and like all the older lads in my family who's, arm would have to be hanging off them to even consider going to hospital. Do you know what I mean? He's like, uh, my assistant come in and uh, she rang an ambulance, like nearly annoyed. Making <laughs> a show of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to be dressing out and everything like, oh, geez, I hadn't put the bins out nearly. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, he had a brain tumour, hemorrhage, nearly died. What a life. What a life he has lived. Even beyond that, performing for the Pope. I've never seen AJ's enthusiastic. That man was like, it's like, and he's only performed for the bloody Pope. I was like, AJ, really like. In the Vatican. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely huge Francis fan, apparently. Like, (laughs) I was more of a John Paul II girl myself, but. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was of our generation. Oh, AJ, AJ, AJ. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Anyway, Castle Coin Challenge. This kind of came and went in terms of everything else that happened in the episode, but we will talk about it. Mo and mm. Victoria um, were tasked with going and getting the coins and the treats for camp. Um, and they basically had to dress up as robins and collect these worms and put them in order in this like puzzle kind of thing. But they had to collect the worms with beaks that were built into the costume. Um, all good fun, I think. And I think they worked reasonably well together. What do you think? I thought it was a very elaborate costume. After all that shit, like, that's what you're doing. You're picking up, like, weird pool noodles. On, like, it just... <laughs> like, they had a fight, like, two sumos, like, battering each other on Henry Street, like, hopping off. <laughs> How much budget goes into those costumes? I'm yeah. really curious. Like, they're pricey. Do you know what I come down to Halloween and you're like, I'm going to go all in this year. And you check the price of those things and you're like, Jesus Christ, I'd have to remortgage my non-existent house. Like, it's wild. <laughs> There's 10 G's of Robin costume there. Like, <laughs> you'd have to get the like you'd have to wear it every Christmas for a decade to get the oh, value. Yeah, the like, price per wear is like insane yeah. on that. I There's some panto that didn't happen that they just had to sell <laughs> off the costumes and be like, uh, we can't do this online. I'm a slave. <laughs> they'll, they'll figure it out. Cinderella like, challenge next week. <laughs> the next John Lewis ad will just have two like extras in the background <laughs> and they'll have to keep leasing them out to make their money back. <laughs> 
Oh, oh Lord. They won anyway, as they tend to yeah. do. Um, yeah. And they had a choice between jelly worms or mixed nuts and they chose jelly worms, which was the, right the obvious and the correct yeah. choice. I Absolutely. think we'd all agree. Yeah. I'm glad we're in agreement about that. Um, and the question put back to camp was, what percentage of British adults are reluctant to tell people their age? A, 22% or B, 10%. There was some discussion in the camp and they've all been kind of very unanimous in their yeah. discussions with these things. And there's rarely been issues or like huge divisions there where someone has agreed or someone hasn't or vice yeah. versa. Um, they got it wrong this time. They said 22% when it was 10%. Yeah, and sorry, um, Jordan being like, what does reluctant mean? Like someone stalling <laughs> at a spelling bee being like, can you put that in a sentence? I was like, Jordan, like quit wasting time here. We need to get past this. We have two more trials. It was just, he just, I know you like him, Vanilla, but there's something about him that I'm like, you're too keen. Like you're too keen to be liked. And I just, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, no, I, I listened to him on the no, I listened to him on Radio my 1 before. Precious boy. No, I love him. Oh, Fanula. I think that's the trap he wants you to fall into. Fanula, like, you, I, you can't love them all. You're like an L one. <laughs> I can love them all. They're my don't children. Don't they all have lovely bottoms? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm very reluctant to believe that he has any kind of game plan because, I mean, as we've previously discussed, I'm not sure if the if anyone's home there. Lights on? Maybe. <laughs> Anyone home? Not sure. His retching for me, I, I've had this kind of thing. Where, oh. and like, when I was in school, we were teaching kids comedy workshops today in school and it was, it's weird being back in school as an adult, you know what I mean? I haven't been there in like nearly whatever, 20 years. And uh, I, one of my mates used to make himself wretch when we were in school and I nearly got suspended. He'd like make himself wretch and I'd burst out laughing. And every time around Jordan wretch, I just can't stop laughing. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things that's eternally funny to me. If someone wretches like family member or anything like that, I'm asked, even when Mo was scrubbing himself, I was crying laughing oh. like... I wonder if anyone watching actually got sick though. Do you know like some people are immediately triggered by someone else gawking? Like, I wonder if anyone's just been like, oh my God, like I can't. So yeah. Oh, I'd say so. I'd say so. Um, Danny, thanks for that insight into your um, childhood trauma. I really appreciate that. Um, so Ruthie also went on to drop some royal revelations like again a bit blindsided by this um it started from a discussion started by shane and they were around the campfire and he was saying they were talking about concerts they were doing during lockdown or whatever and he said he ended up doing one in buckingham palace and he robbed some toilet paper which is very normal behavior and russell had previously done a gig there as well and said he'd nicked a coat hanger to which kind of ruthie came past then and was like um you performed in buckingham palace you sang in the gardens I shagged in the bedrooms, which is... How low calibre? Right, no offence again, Fanula. Obviously, I need to defend myself to you now that you're the defender of Shane Ritchie. But, like, <laughs> is the Queen not setting higher standards than getting, like, country singer Shane Ritchie into Buckingham Palace? Like, what's uh, going on? Of all the stuff that's gone on in that palace, to be honest, <laughs> like, I, I got immediately nervous when he, she started getting... I was like, oh, mother of God, there's going to be some mental Pizzagate disclosure. Here we go. And I I was like, don't mention Andrew. I didn't know what way they were going to go. Yeah. I was kind of relieved, to be totally honest with you. I was like, oh, okay, right, whatever. Because they started with Edward and then they moved to Andrew. And I was like, oh, Jesus. It can all go downhill from here, guys. They moved into Andrew and they were like, oh, actually, yes, we uh, need to uh, never speak about that. The jester starts screaming from the wall. Move on, move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love, though, that like, 
Prince Edward invited her over to like old school, like Netflix and chill and watch A Star yeah, yeah. Is Born. Like In my amphitheater and have some lobster bisque. <laughs> oh, what an awkward encounter. But obviously she enjoyed it. I mean, <laughs> it obviously was a great success. But what a story to pull out of your back pocket like. I've previously said I wasn't really sure about Ruthie and now I'm, again, and I know you're going to be like, you can't love them all, Flula. I'm on, I'm team Ruthie. If she keeps pulling out this kind of goss and kind yeah. of scalding tea, I'm here for it. Because we need, I need those, if there's not going to be conflict, I need juicy celeb stories. And I don't mean, I don't need Vernon being like, also Brad Pitt down Sainsbury's. Like I need, <laughs> I need scraps. I need celebrities who are yeah. rude. I need them shagging other celebrities. I Everything. Like if you're not going to scrap, Give me the goss. That's all I'll say. Um, so I'm hoping Shane's like hammock of truth becomes kind of a more <laughs> prominent part of camp. But we shall see. Also loved how she admitted to getting hammered on martinis poured by Prince Charles. So she doesn't really remember a lot yeah. of her times with Diana. Like, wouldn't she be raging? I love that the part that got the most laughs as well from Shane was the fact that she went into a few different keys while she was singing a song. He was like, oh, Ruthie, you're so wild, changing key. <laughs> I was like, are you joking? She's just dropped like one of the coolest stories of the week. And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe you sang out a key to the Queen. Like, yeah, yeah. just musician things. It's messing with their head inside there. Like, yeah, musician things, Shane Ritchie, Grammy Award winner. Like, oh, Ruthie, I can't believe it happened to you. Like, Truly. We, we've no monarchy. Like, what would be the highest thing that we could attain here they'd be like I had cans with no top on with Leo Bradger and Michael B. Higgins Danny we can only dream um, <laughs> I can't wait to see who plays Ruthie in the crown really excited for <laughs> season 5 now pre-trial then we had Mo heading off to do the locks trial Fort Locks um, very nervous I was delighted oh. he was picked because I knew he was going to be funny and I knew yeah. Jordan just needed a break um, and I don't think we were disappointed with his reaction he was hilarious shit yeah. scared of everything um, as you said earlier Orla really thought he was going to take home the bacon and I mean he did to a degree he got whatever it was nine stars I think wasn't it eight or nine yeah nine yeah and like he was very disappointed I think in himself and I can understand why but at the same time that's a hard challenge even beyond all the gunky stuff you'd have to be getting a star a minute to get all of them I think it was hard because of the time I don't think like Beverly was like that sounded so complicated like it was you move a thing from here to there and then you like it wasn't difficult but I think it was like you said it was just the time mm. um, but I feel like he just needs to prepare himself now because like I think Jordan is going to be just sitting on the bench Mo's going to be doing all the challenges from yeah. now on like he was just ridiculous like he was just abs- it's creatures like what did you think was going to be in there like marshmallows like I don't understand the pigeon freakout for me was absolutely oh. comical. Fish guts, like crawling through the tunnels of Shawshank Redemption. And then he's like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and everyone just got a bit awkward going, it's a pigeon. Like they don't even peck it. The pigeons are just like, Ooh. they didn't even yeah. do anything. <laughs> um, he went back to camp absolutely stinking as he was uh, profusely poured on during the challenge um, and Jordan noted that he was the first campmate to come back that didn't get hugged even though he did reasonably well because he just stank to the point where Jordan also had to help him wash I can't even begin to think about it it's yeah, no. did Jordan have to help him wash though or was Jordan just like 
happy to well, be involved. Jordan you know what I mean? supervising, yeah. He's a bit of a martyr in one sense because it's like yeah. you can't stand there puking when you actually offers to go and yeah. pump the water, you know? Do we think Mo, though, was, like, because they were talking about someone smelling in camp before he came back and then they kind of alluded to the fact that, oh, it was just Mo because he was at the trial. But it seemed as if they were suggesting that someone has smelt for a number of days. And my theory is, as much as I adore her, I think it's Bev. Like, I think it's Bev. Also, bear in mind, we have AJ and Jordan who have openly admitted to not regularly changing their underwear. Whoever it is, someone's not using the Disney Princess. But AJ's not layering up the curl cream. Do you know what I mean? AJ's like washing it out after a day and then putting on more curl cream. He's Mm. not like, I just feel like it's Bev. Remember she said in the first episode she wouldn't put her foot in the chair because it was so sick. I just feel like Beverly Callard's bit of a stinky Pete. To be honest, I don't think I'd wash. I'd walk in and be like, guys, this is me. This I just, I don't think I could be dealing with the wa- the lack of water pressure or anything. But anyway, that's this isn't this isn't how I think I'd fare. And I was that'd be a trial in itself, wouldn't it? Truly. And <laughs> um, dinner arrived. Um, Mo had won cuttlefish for the camp after being covered in fish. Um, poetic. Um, but they seemed to get on very well. Vernon cooked it. He was very impressed with himself. Everyone else was very impressed. Um, he was kind of blowing his own trumpet. That was a bit where I was like, all right, steady on. Um, so what do we think is he going to take over as camp chef I know they've been split up now but I wonder if he's going to take over in the boys group is he going to be head on show I'd say so cuttlefish is notoriously difficult because uh, you can overcook it really easy so I, I, if, if it was me I'd be like are yeah, you speaking well, from experience Danny yeah I'm a bit of a I'm a dad I'm writing a cookbook what are you talking about <laughs> oh, no. Right, Vernon flexing. There he is. Flex, flex O'Brien himself. Food obsessed. Absolutely. It's all I do in my spare time. That's a very interesting um, nugget now to know because I was like, oh, this must be like such like junior infants cooking here if he's like nailing it. Yeah, but it, like it's, it's easy to mess up. And the fact that he didn't, I was like, that would give me trust if I was in the camp. I'd be like, yeah, if Vernon didn't mess up the cuttlefish, let him at it. And he's got grey hair. Like his hair is so good that even if it went into your food, you'd let it go. <laughs> Absolutely. You wouldn't Absolutely. send it back, like. Keeping it for personal cloning. Absolutely. Um, the live trial, the infamous live trial, took place uh, tonight as well. Um, it was a battle of the sexes with the royal tournament. So they were split up, boys and girls, uh, lords and ladies, celebrities on each team. Um, spoofy, medieval, the usual. Love it. Um, and it was basically set up into a few parts. So the first one was bobbing and awful. Shane and Jordan took part in that for the lords. And then it was Ruthie and Holly. They have to get these coins and whichever side of the most coins at the end um, would win a lavish banquet and the rest would be on rice and beans. Um, so in that first part, Shane and Jordan, uh, oh, they tied, didn't they? They tied. It, that was a mess of a task because they were like dunking their heads and they were pulling out like organs instead of coins. And stuff. Like Shane was like retching before he did it. And then, oh, that was the worst one. I think all the rest of them got off so like I feel like the whole life trial was a bit shit. I just thought it was a bit like... I just thought there was just so many awkward glitches to it. Like there was no, they, you could hear them all chatting on the benches while they were doing Like yeah, they didn't even give any effects about what they were doing. It just felt like nothing was going on. The trough, I suppose, the truffle, the awful trough, um, reminded me of like electric picnic. And I was like, I was like dropping your toothbrush in like a festival sink. That would be worse than the awful yeah, trough. Yeah, yeah. It didn't seem that they had done proper challenges that they thought it would be an equal balance of coins. Like they were unscrewing those coins like they were going out of fashion. I was just, mm. I was bored and it was like 20 minutes of the episode. And like in lockdown, I'm going to bed earlier, like half 10 have finished. Do you know what I mean? Let us go to bed. Fear factor almost, wasn't it? Like I, I kind of reminded me a lot of that. Like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think stick to the like the bush tucker trials where it's like done in the day and they cut it together and there's a bit of movement and like I know you'll probably get to them late, but they were cutting time on the, it just felt a bit glitchy to me. I just didn't really enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. I think they kind of rushed through the next few ones. The coffins, uh, Vernon and Victoria were in them and same thing, had to unscrew coins full of creepy crawlies. Didn't really seem that bad in comparison to some of the others. Uh, AJ and Jessica were put into stocks and then they had their heads in like boxes full of, again, horrible things. Jessica really struggled with that and I think delayed the whole thing and I really feel like Anton Deck were kind of silently fuming. Um, and then <laughs> final thing was um, the, like, oh, they, they were tied to a chair and they had to release coins again from a box. And that was Mo, Russell, Giovanna and Bev. And they had snakes on them as well, which made it a bit harder because again, when they were setting it up, I was like, this is a pile of piss like I don't know like this is pointless they're just sat um, math doing a few board games like I did enjoy it but I do take your point like I think there were a few hitches that kind of slowed the whole process down which is why I am looking forward to the next trial um, it's all the girls taking part because they lost so the lads got the most coins they're being taken off they're getting a lavish banquet the girls are going to be on rice and beans and they all have to take part in the next trial which is called Barbaric and I really feel like this is where we're going to see yeah. hopefully some people cracking I shouldn't yeah. wish it upon them but I kind of am to be Separate honest the women from the girls like let's do it absolutely, absolutely. I think it's going to be cringe though because they're too feckin' nice like I feel like the boys are going to bring back a load of their banquet to the girls and oh here yeah. you go Beth here you go and I'm just like oh would someone just throw a slap or something like yeah. we've been caged in our houses for like nine months I just want to mm-hmm. see like Vernon Kay like absolutely bomb dive <laughs> on top of Victoria like do you know what I mean I just want some action in here murder uh the snore with a pillow or with some like ham or something like that just like that and blame it on the jester like there's something going on in this castle oh we'll have to see if Wales turns into the next venue for WWE yet but who knows stranger things have happened it is 2020 after all Orla Condon Danny O'Brien thank you so much for your time it was absolutely great having you on Hooked On I'm a Celeb Thanks, Thanks for this. Happy lockdown. <laughs> well, that's about it for us. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. And you can catch up on the full series so far of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here on the Virgin Media Player. We're back on Monday morning for another intricate look into all things I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. So until then, for me, Fanula J, I'll chat to you on the next Hooked On, I'm a Celeb. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. 